to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Emily. What? We got a whole bunch of new patrons. Oh my goodness. Hi, everybody. A bunch of babies. First of all, a bunch of new patrons uh, who just signed up this last month. We got um, Shawnee from Oklahoma. Sierra from California. Liana from Texas. Nina from Great Britain. Callie from Louisiana. Abigail in New Jersey. Sophia from California. Valerie from Utah. And Laura from the Netherlands. Welcome, everybody. And then guess what else? What else? A bunch of people upgraded to the Remember Everything tier. Oh my gosh, you guys are getting Twilight content and Harry Potter content. They're so lucky. So lucky. Oh my gosh. Those people are Jaylee. Vanessa. Emily, Atlanta, Jess, and Megan. Thanks, you guys! (laughs) He took a deep breath before he answered. You could do so much better, Bella. I know that you believe that I have a soul, but I'm not entirely convinced on that point. And to risk yours... He shook his head slowly. For me to allow this... To let you become what I am just so that I'll never have to lose you is the most selfish act I can imagine. I want it more than anything for myself. But for you, I want so much more. Giving in, it feels criminal. It's the most selfish thing I'll ever do, even if I live forever. If there were any way for me to become human for you, no matter what the price was, I would pay it. My name is Marin. My name is Emily. And this is Remember Remember Twilight? Twilight? I remember Twilight. I remember most of it. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, we are right in the middle. Oh, my heavens. Almost 
of Eclipse. I'm kind of just die. I know. Because it's this is wild. Crazy. Look at my book is so beautiful. <laughs> um, we are in chapter 12, in fact, of Eclipse. In fact, we are. It is called Time. Time. Very cool. Cool. Uh, what happened last week? Well, last week, Bella joined Jacob for the campfire jamboree. Mm. Fun. And got to hear some stories, and unfortunately, she started the very <laughs> beginnings of making a Bella plan. Oh, no. Which we always try to stop those early on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she had a good time. Jacob ate uh, 10 hot dogs, but Bella fell asleep before she could see him eat a cow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my little brother, Adam, ate 10 hot dogs one day. I honestly could go for 10 hot dogs right now. <laughs> I'm a big fan of a hot dog. They're so delicious. I mean. I'm going to cry the next time I get to eat a Disneyland corn dog. <laughs> it's oh all I ever gosh. want. This chapter begins with Alice Dude, being really cool and funny. Do you love an Alice joke as much as I love an Alice yes. joke? <laughs> She's, they're there at school and Alice just stops. <laughs> Alice. And she closes her eyes and she <laughs> says... I have foreseen. <laughs> and Edward just is an elbow jab. <laughs> and then she's like a skip away. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, so cute. And she's like, okay, so I didn't actually foresee Edward is making me do this. But Bella, I do know that you'll be mad if I try to surprise you with it. So I'm going to tell you what's happening. And Bella's like, oh, what? Um, I, I don't, don't know. Uh, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. Who? Bella's like, in English, though? And Alice is like, oh, yes, yes, we are no, throwing... No, but first, what? she makes a very valid request. Uh-huh. No tantrums. Ah, uh, yes, the Bella tantrum. <laughs> Great if you can avoid it. Um, she says, Edward has requested that we throw you a graduation party. Party! Bella, try to enjoy the party from the billionaires. Heck yeah, dude. Let it happen. Just let it happen. Let the earth move under your feet. Yes, and let Alice put that dress on you. <laughs> Bella asks, I, okay, something that happens a lot in books is people ask each other questions, but then that means that I say asks a hundred times an episode, and the last time I was editing i noticed that sometimes i don't fully say asks and so i just cut it off and i say like so and so asks da 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 da, da oh. instead of asks and asks i'm sure you guys have noticed sounds horrible <laughs> and so i'm like really i'm doing them a blessing by not like speaking properly but also it's very distracting okay. so let me tell you about that as somebody who has edited about half as many edit uh, videos uh, as you've done um, recordings. recordings. Yeah. I've never noticed it. Good. Never. <laughs> never. And I listen very carefully and I cut out stuff that's bad and I whatever. No, uh -huh. I've never noticed. That's all so I can don't hear. don't worry. I know every time I say asks, I'm like, make sure you say it right, but know that it's really annoying. <laughs> so funny. So I'm like, Bella wondered aloud if she oh. had any ground to argue with really Alice. good. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Alice says no. Um, so... Uh, Bella just agrees to unhappily be there. Oh, Bella, just go with it. <laughs> I can't understand her at all. This is the best reaction that Alice could have hoped for, so she's pleased. <laughs> and she tells Bella that she loves the gift that she got her. And then, me, this is I am. This is where I relate with Bella one hundred percent. Because Bella's like, 
oh, shit, what did I get? What did I think about getting? What uh-huh. did I, what did I know? Because I do that all the time. I'll be scrolling and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I have to get that for Mickey. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Completely leaves my brain uh-huh. for the rest of my life and I never get it for anyone. Yeah. I am so Bella in this moment. Yeah, she's like, oh, no. <laughs> I literally can't even remember trying to remember to get them a graduation gift. <laughs> we get gifts for graduation? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. The only thing Bella's really mad about, though, is she's like, you guys should have waited until graduation was closer to tell me this, because now I'm just going to sit and worry forever about it and be nervous. And Bella's like, or um, Alice is like, oh, Bella, dear, do you know what the day is? <laughs> and Bella's like, well, it's a Monday. And Alice is like, yes, but graduation is next Monday. Which, BT dubs, why is graduation on a Monday? No, it should be on Friday. Have you ever? Are you idiots. Okay, I just was confused. Who's making the school schedules in the Forks District? <laughs> Somebody who's like, let's have graduation on a Monday so everybody has to go to bed early. Perfect. What? <laughs> no. Um, Bella is shocked by this news, trying to figure out where in the world the month of May went. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> oh my gosh, I am relating so hard with Bella right, right now. Like we graduate Monday? There's no way it's already June. <laughs> it is. Surprise. And it's in this moment that Bella realizes that she's actually not ready for the bite. <gasps> What? And this is the first time she's had even one second of like hesitation about anything to do with this plan no. and this situation. Bella, you didn't think about it? I got she she planned on thinking about it and figuring <laughs> things out and then she just never did. And now it's here and she doesn't know how to say goodbye to her parents no. or to Jacob and she, See, <sighs> sometimes it really does help to have a countdown going get that chain a on chain the wall. a paper chain just so you can look at it mm-hmm. and a visual and okay well that's like 20 chains and then you know in 10 days okay that's oh that's 10 that's close mm-hmm. and once you get to seven you're toast done get there yeah she she could have done that mm-hmm. i wish alice had done it for her she should have she should have been like the the human to vampire transformation (laughs) countdown checklist and like sat down with Bella and been like okay what are all the human things that we need to do before you transform let's put it in an agenda we'll share a calendar on google we'll get get, both get the alerts I'll help you with everything this girl right here Emily is Alice (laughs) Emily is Alice you guys Unfortunately, and I am Bella. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a calendar. We'll put the alerts on. We're gonna do honestly, this. Honestly, honestly, truly, it's how this works. You guys. <laughs> um, Bella, of course, has not changed her mind about the whole situation. No, nope. she now she's just now shaking constantly like, about it. Um, graduation is very <laughs> close. Um, in fact, she's so nervous about this that she doesn't talk the rest of the day at school. It's like that one day where Edward didn't say anything all day. Yeah, but... And Bella was going crazy. Now this yeah. time Bella's not saying anything all day and Edward's like, what I'm gonna happening? lose my mind. Yeah, they go the rest of the day at school. The drive home from school 
He takes her home. They go sit on the couch. And he's like, <laughs> please tell me what you are thinking. He immediately, he lays her down and he makes an idiot sandwich immediately. Mm-hmm. Would you please tell me what you are thinking before I go mad? Yes. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's just that the date surprised me. And <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say to Charlie or anyone oh, no. else. And oh, I'm just no. freaking out. And he's like, oh, yes, yes, he's I like, understand. This about the party? No. <laughs> Thank God. This we can fix. <laughs> I got you on this one. He's like, it's fine. You're not ready. And she's like, well, yeah, but like, so there's so many people that just want to kill me, Edward. And he's like, listen. No. She, well, she goes... I am, which was a lie. And then she goes, I have to be. And he goes, you don't have to be anything. That's Mm -hmm. the best thing Edward's ever said. Yeah. He tells her that he doesn't want this fear to play any part in her decision. Whether or not that decision had been made previously doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel right now. And you can change your mind. And he says all of this while he's making the tightest idiot sandwich he can. Her cheeks are just pushed in there he's like you do not have to make this decision right now mm-hmm. she's just like wide-eyed cheeks squished yes yes i do he's like no 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 <laughs> carlisle will be there after graduation his <laughs> the agreement was not that he will only change you on graduation and no <laughs> other time he will do it anytime after graduation oh my gosh. so don't worry about that and when you are ready and you are not in danger and there's nothing forcing you into this then we'll make the decision then and do whatever you want yes you're not going to be forced into this mm-hmm. uh, he kisses her on the forehead and then she asks him what she is getting Alice for graduation because (laughs) this is stressful, guys. Um, And he's like, oh, apparently there is a concert that you got us tickets for. And she's like, aha, I do remember seeing that in the newspaper. This is the, the, like, biggest thing where I'm just like, oh, so convenient to have Alice as a best friend and Edward as a boyfriend. Heck yeah, dude. You'd never have to forget anything. No, nothing I, I at all. I need them. I need <laughs> them. <laughs> um, he asks her if there was something else that she wanted to ask him, though. And she says yes. And she, she asks him why he doesn't want her to be a vampire. And this is a very hard, scary question to ask someone. Yeah, but he handles this with grace. He's so good. It's beautiful the way he answers her. Mm -hmm. It's almost like he thought about it for an entire year. He did, (laughs) in fact. Um, He's surprised that she has said this. And he says that he'll tell her, but he wants to know why she's asking. She says, uh, yep, she agrees. And so he says that, he isn't fully convinced that he has a soul and to allow her to risk hers just so he can keep her forever is the most selfish thing he could and would ever do. And that if there was any way that he could be a human for her, that he would do it no matter what it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Time I to just cry. think that is angelic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he... It's almost like he's like trying to say, I understand you because I would be I would become human this second Mm -hmm. if I could. Mm -hmm. So I get it that you want to be a vampire, but it might destroy your soul. And like 
me as like a big old heathen non-believer I'm like oh please just bite her already but like you know I get that like Edward truly believes that his soul was taken away when he died Mm -hmm. and became a monster and he does not want that to happen to the love of his life yeah it's kind of interesting the different ways that both Jacob and Edward see this because they both think that you turn into a monster when you become a vampire but the way that Jacob sees it is that Bella will no longer be Bella. Yeah. She's just going to be this monster and that's that. Edward has already told Bella that, you know, it's in the next little bit. But he says to her, like, I'm, I'll always love you and you're going to be a little bit more durable, but you'll still be Bella. I know. Which is so fascinating, the different ways that yeah. that shows how they feel like the soul is in the body yeah because like how can you be yourself if you don't have your soul right but that's how edward sees it she'll still be bella yeah it's interesting i mean and he has seen i mean so he saw rosalie transition mm-hmm. and he knew her before mm-hmm. and so he was like she's the same mm-hmm. <laughs> she's exactly the same and then he didn't know emmett but he can read emmett's mind yeah so as soon as edward cha- emmett changed edward was like well, there's no way this guy wasn't exactly like this before he was a vampire. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he has seen it. Yeah. He saw it with Esme. He he knows that you stay the same. You're just bloodthirsty. Mm-hmm. And that the bloodthirst is what makes you horrific mm-hmm. and a monster. It's not anything about who your personality is. It's the bloodthirst. And you know what's interesting is we're going to get into that a lot more in The Short Second Life of Brie Tanner in a couple Mm -hmm. chapters because it does talk a lot about how it's the bloodthirst that makes vampires act the way they do. It's nothing that has to do with being evil or not having a soul or having one. Nope, it's pure thirst. It's very interesting that Carlisle hasn't invented like hello fresh for vampires <laughs> where he'll just like at the hospital I don't know how ethically he could do this maybe Edward would have to be the one to start it but where they just like bank extra human blood uh, like there's like there's those humans like um the Volturi have like the human receptionist right she would donate weekly a, to a blood would. bank for vampires of like there are people out there well plus we've already talked about banking bella's blood exactly like just <laughs> why can't we get a to-go service for vampire blood delivery i mean in breaking dawn he's bringing blood home every day yeah. where is he getting that where indeed is it I mean, it's from the hospital. But he why? Says, you can't just take it. He does. You can't. <laughs> you can't. He did it. You can't he just stole take it. blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, so I was like, who? How do they get all the blood in Buffy? Because Angel drinks human blood. Sometimes he out gets of it from the butcher, cup. though. Oh, so is it animal blood? Uh huh. Oh, I didn't like, realize. Yeah, that. he goes to and. Um, Spike does it once, I think, too, but they just like go to the butcher and they buy their gallons bag of blood. What's cool about Buffy verse is that vampires can actually eat and drink human food and drinks in that. And I love that. Spike loves a blooming onion more <laughs> he than He loves anything. a blooming onion. They love to drink, you know, like I think mm-hmm. that's very cool. I was a little bit like uh jarred when I read these because I was like oh but eating is the only true joy (laughs) in my life so yeah oh my 
gosh, yeah. Back to the story. Back to these guys. <laughs> um, so Bella tells him that her fear, and the reason she asks the question, is that he might not like her anymore when she isn't soft and she doesn't smell the same. Yeah, so she's kind of like taking Jacob's fear mm-hmm. into her own heart and yeah like I'm scared that that actually might happen yeah like I'll be changed I won't be me how can I know that you'll still love me even after I change and Edward just stares at her and he goes you were worried that I wouldn't like you (laughs) he laughs basically calls Bella an idiot (laughs) he's gonna get the buns back out any second here and he (laughs) He tells her that it'll make it so much easier to be with her when he doesn't want to kill her all the time. (laughs) And that he'll miss her blushing and the sound of her heart, but it doesn't matter because she'll still be Bella and she'll still be just a little bit more durable. Um, And he wants to ask her another question. These guys are so thoughtful of asking if they can ask a question. (laughs) Um, Oh, no, I don't like it when people do that. It's really annoying. They've done it 100 times here. CL's friend does that. She'll be like, can I ask a question? And I'll be like, listen to me. Just ask a question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He wonders why she doesn't want to be his wife. And Bella is like, ugh this again well Edward I will tell you why I don't want to be your wife and that is because it is modern times I'm 18 what will people think people don't just get engaged and get married at 18 Edward it's embarrassing okay here's the truth though Bella doesn't want to be Renee she would not okay let's look at it this way if Angela was like I'm going to marry Ben. Mm -hmm. She would be like, awesome. Absolutely. Marry Ben. That's so cool. Like she might be a little judgy and be like, oh, you're really young. Mm -hmm. But she would be like, totally. You guys are meant for each other. You're awesome together. Get married. That's great. This is not about that. I think this is that she just doesn't want to be Renee. You know, this is she 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 saw Renee like do this awful thing to her dad she just couldn't forgive herself if she ended up doing the same stupid thing that she has hated Renee for mm-hmm. all these years yeah and that's how like I feel about Charlie. it yeah and and she of course you know like I think that this being like this is the tw- the 21st century I can't get married when I'm 18 it's her like way of not saying something mean about her mom mm-hmm. like I don't even know if she like consciously is like I don't want to be like Renee or if this is just like I I can't do that and so her brain has like worked out a different way to say it and this is how it came out yeah that makes a lot of sense um Edward double checks that it's not because that she was more eager for immortality (laughs) than she was for him and Bella just absolutely dies laughing at she the idea of this. Um, she calls him an idiot sandwich and mm-hmm. then tells him that there's no point in forever if it doesn't include him. Okay, so these little, these exchanges that they've just had where they're laughing and they're talking and they're having a very meaningful conversation. Yeah, they're opening up and being so vulnerable. This is the stuff that people don't know mm-hmm. about Twilight. Yeah. that they Because they don't show this in the movies. They don't explore these 
beautiful conversations that young people are having with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know very many young people who have these kind of conversations with each other. And I think it's beautiful. And I think it's cute. And they laugh at each other. And they're playing around. And they're having a very serious conversation. And mm-hmm. it's, I wish that people saw more of this side of Edward and Bella. Because it's this is the relationship yeah, yeah, that yeah. people hold on to. People like us. Yep. Yep. Totally. So... Edward thinks about what Bella has said, and he asks her if she'll consider his perspective. Um, Because although she might not be that girl, he is totally that guy. (laughs) And he tells her that if he had met her while he was a human 17-year-old, he wouldn't have waited to propose. He would have asked her to marry him right then and there. And Bella thinks about it a little bit, and she goes, okay, but it's not 1918 anymore, (laughs) Edward. Like... No, <laughs> but I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she definitely has a moment where she imagines the whole mm-hmm. scenario and she's like, oh, hello. Kind of dreamy. Hello, me. <laughs> With just a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. So beautiful. And then she's like, no, no, yeah. no. He's like, you don't have to tell me like yes or no right now, but I just want you to think about it. But she says something really smart to him. Mm-hmm. She says, in my mind, marriage and eternity are not mutually exclusive or mutually inclusive concepts. And we're living in my world for the moment. Maybe we should go with the times, you know, like Mm -hmm. she's like, we can be together forever without having to have a piece of paper that says we are. Yeah. I support it. (laughs) (laughs) Big smile. Oh yeah. Um, He tells her that his offer still stands that if she decides that she'll marry him, he will bite her after. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the next morning, Bella goes downstairs for breakfast. Charlie is already gone for the day. And she goes to check the paper to find the ad for the concert. But she instead finds an article. Can I just say, when we talked... <clears throat> when we <laughs> talked yes. to Stephanie Meyer yeah. face-to-face oh and, and had a conversation with her. Embarrassing, yeah. I know, I'm embarrassed too. <laughs> We asked her if she was a true crime fan, and uh-huh. guess what? She ain't. She's not into the true she crime. She does not like true crime. However. But she threw us a bone here. I <laughs> would like to take the current opportunity to become Karen and or Georgia yes! and read to you guys this Seattle oh. terrorized by slayings article. It's so good. I love it. Stephanie gave us this gift. She did. Of a true crime moment. So in happy Twilight. right now. Thank you, Stephanie. This is from Eclipse. It's a book by Stephanie Meyer and this article does not give any uh, there's no sources yeah no sources so I don't know who actually wrote this but obviously it was Stephanie but that's how Karen and George start their articles and so I had to as well because you gotta gotta shout out the credits yep so and also this word I know I know how to say it but I can't say it when I read it so it's gonna be just like a Georgia moment for me I'll help you all the way through are you gonna be Georgia I think so. That seems fitting. I think I am more of a Karen. Yeah. Yep. uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You are in true Georgia fashion. (laughs) It's been less than a decade since the city of Seattle was was the hunting ground for the most prolific serial killer in U.S. history. Gary Ridgway, the Green (gasps) River Killer, was convicted of the murders of forty-eight women. Yes. I'm being Karen. Coming in with the stats. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. 
Okay, I don't just don't look at it. <laughs> I <can't. laughs> I'll help you. Thank you. Um, we'll do like the two-headed monster situation. Uh-huh. Okay, and now a beleaguered. Beleaguered. I. It's the A and the U and the G all no, there. It's, it's confusing. It's a terrible looking word. It's a word that I don't ever want to look at. I really hate looking. But it at is it. pronounced beleaguered. <laughs> Seattle must face the possibility that it could be harboring an even more horrifying monster at this very moment. (laughs) The police are not calling the recent rash of homicides and disappearances the work of a serial killer. Not yet, at least. They are reluctant to believe so much carnage could be the work of one individual. This killer, if in fact it is one person would then be responsible for 39 linked homicides and disappearances within the last three months alone. Oh, that's too many. So many dead people around. Too many. Way too many. In comparison, Ridgway's 48-count murder spree was scattered over a 21-year period. If these deaths can be linked to one man, then this is the most violent rampage of serial murder in American history. (laughs) Wow. The police are leaning instead towards the theory that gang activity is involved because of course they are. Of course. That was me, Emily, adding that in. Mm -hmm. Um, This theory is supported dumbly by the sheer number of victims and the fact that there seems to be no pattern in the choice of victims Um. from jack the ripter ripter (laughs) yes from jack the ripper to ted bundy the targets of serial killings usually connected by similarities in age gender race or a combination of the three the victims of this crime wave range in age from 15-year-old honor student Amanda Reed to 67-year-old retired postman Omar Jenks. The linked deaths include a nearly even 18 women and 21 men. The victims are racially diverse, Caucasians, African-Americans, Hispanics, and Asians. The selection appears random. The motive seems to be killing for no reason other than to kill. So why even consider the idea of a serial killer? There are enough similarities in the modus operandi to rule out unrelated crimes. We call out the MO. Yeah. Every victim discovered has been burned to the extent that dental records were necessary for identification. Ugh. The use of some kind of accelerant like gasoline or alcohol seems to be indicated in the conflagrations. However, no traces of no traces of any accelerant have yet been found. That's overkill. All of the bodies have been carelessly dumped with no attempt at concealment. Not a good strategy. No. Um, no. <laughs> usually, oh, nope. More gruesome yet, most of the remains show evidence of brutal violence. Bones crushed and snapped by some kind of tremendous pressure, which medical examiners believe occurred before the time of death, which is always the most awful news of these stories. I know. Did you think these killers are just walking around with like a vice grips or like a clamp? Yeah. Tremendous the clamp killer. pressure. <laughs> the Seattle clamp killer. Oh, no. <laughs> Though these conclusions are difficult to be sure of, considering the state of the evidence. Another similarity that points to the possibility of of a serial. A serial. <laughs> a serial. Every crime is perfectly clean of evidence aside from the remains themselves. Not a fingerprint, not a tire tread mark, nor a foreign hair is left behind. There have been no sightings of any suspects in the disappearances. 
Then there are the disappearances themselves, hardly low pro- profile by any means. None of the victims are what could be viewed as easy targets. None are runaways or the homeless who vanish so easily easily, and are seldom reported missing. Victims have vanished from their homes, from a fourth-story apartment, from a health club, from a wedding reception. Perhaps the most astounding, 30-year-old amateur boxer Robert Welsh entered a movie theater with a date. A few minutes into the movie, the woman realized he was not in his seat. His body was found only three hours later where firefighters were called to the scene during a burning trash dumpster 20 miles away. Dumpster with a capital D for some capital reason. Dumpster. It's a city, the city of dumpster. Is dumpster a trademark? I don't know. It's like <laughs> Levi's or Kleenex. Yeah. Dumpster. Q-tip. <laughs> Um, Another pattern is present in the slayings. All of the victims disappeared at night. And the most alarming pattern, acceleration. Six of the homicides were committed in the first month, 11 in the second. 22 have occurred in the last 10 days alone, and the police are no closer to finding the responsible party than they were after the first charred body was discovered. The evidence is conflicting, the piece is horrifying, a vicious new gang or a wildly active serial killer, or something else the police haven't yet conceived of. Only one conclusion is indisputable. Something hideous is stalking Seattle. Oh, thank you. That was so good. That was so fun. Okay, imagine I wish this was sitting, real. <laughs> I know, I know. Can you but not, imagine? Gosh. Imagine sitting on a date in the movie theater. And then like, oh, and then like your friend is gone. Yeah. Gone. And then and three they were hours there. later. And then now they're gone and then they're dead. Dumpster is burning. <laughs> no. Freaking wild. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is not fun. Uh, I mean, they want to say it's a gang. Because it's an unsolved mystery so far, but you know, that's the most easy thing to say. It, it is. is the most easy thing to say. Yep. You know what's easy? It's easy to say unruly groups of rebels are are ruining everything. Mm-hmm. They're not. <laughs> it's vampires. <laughs> it's vampires. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, dear Bella has to reread that last sentence a couple times because <laughs> she <laughs> is nervous about it. And suddenly, Edward shows up, and he's asking her, what is wrong? She just <laughs> gives like, him the article. I did knock. Do you think he grabbed the key and unlocked it? No, he just the key back. stuck his fingernail in there. I don't know. <laughs> Charlie didn't lock the door. No, no. Um, she shows him the article, and he's like, oh, my gosh, a capital D dumpster. That is <laughs> so horrifying. <laughs> Honestly, is that a typo? I don't know. Why is that a capital? I even wrote it in my book. Capital, capital D? D? <laughs> Somebody tell me why dumpster is capitalized. She gives him the article and he looks at it and he tells her they're going to have to step in soon. Yeah, we can't sit around and let this keep happening. This is no good. The acceleration is way too much. Yeah. Somebody's got to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice has not seen anything yet, though, and so they think it's because they're in a loop, and they're waiting for Alice to see something before they go do something, but Alice won't have anything to see until they go do something. Oh, this sucks. It's this whole looping thing (laughs) they're stuck in, and so... 
Edward's like, well, we probably should literally figure this out like today. So Bella, are you okay if we ditch school? This is the first time I've been so proud of Bella. She's like, heck yeah, man. Yeah, goodbye. I'm into it. He's I like, we got to go talk to, to Jasper. <laughs> Jasper. And then she's like, why Jasper? Mm-hmm. Remember when he tried to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> Jasper makes me nervous. But then he doesn't make me nervous. And, and that's makes confusing. Me calm. <laughs> he makes me feel okay. And then he leaves. And then I'm nervous again. It's so confusing. <laughs> um. So they go to the house. And... When they go inside, Carlisle, Esme, and Jasper are watching the news, and Alice is sitting on the stairs doing a vision check, because that's all she's good for these days. Edward will yell at her if she stops. I know. And then our our best guy, Emmett, strolls in from the kitchen, whatever, (laughs) and left and right, and Bella (laughs) looks at him, and she's like, nothing bothers Emmett. I want that. Me too. I want nothing to (laughs) ever bother me. I want to live in an Emmett world. I feel like Mark lives there. He does. (laughs) It's so weird. How? How? He knows. He knows what's happening. He's not ignorant. He's just chill. He just doesn't care. He cares. But like not. He's just chill. I I don't don't understand. I wish I could get there. I don't have any chill. (laughs) I have zero. Um, Emmett says, hey, Edward, ditching Bella? (laughs) And Edward's like, well, we're both ditching. And Emmett's like, yeah, but it's her first time. I have this weird, like, okay, so I was reading this. And when he says ditching and Edward's like I'm ditching too and in my mind I thought why is everybody home because they they graduated they graduated college and they don't have jobs and Alice is sick (laughs) I just was like wait a minute everybody's just at home watching the news whatever this is my dream life Mm -hmm. um Edward throws the newspaper to Carlisle and asks if he has uh heard that they're considering a serial killer and Carlisle sighs because Edward is too dumb to realize that that's what they've been watching on the news all morning. They're not just watching how to make spaghetti ravioli no. casserole. Edward even came over this morning to change his clothes. Didn't realize that they were no. getting the updates. This is classic, Edward. It really is. Emmett volunteers to go to Seattle right now because he's bored. <laughs> and Edward basically agrees with him. And then Rosalie comes downstairs to she make sure. She down the stairway. Yeah. Like, don't you dare go to Seattle right now. <laughs> I will stop you. Why? Because it's scary. Uh, not for her. But if Emmett goes and he gets hurt, mm. that's a problem. He's not going to get hurt. I know, but he's such an idiot that that's something true. would happen. <laughs> She knows not to let Emmett out of the house by himself. Uh, especially when he's bored. Yeah. As he says, dead bored. Mm-hmm. Um, Carlisle is worried about stepping in, but Esme points out that there are too many innocent people dying for them to just let it keep happening. Yes. Thank you, Esme, for coming mm-hmm. in with some like truth bomb. Truly. Uh, Jasper then thinks something that changes Edward's perspective on something, and he tells Jasper to share with the class. <laughs> uh, Alice comes over and she asks Jasper what he's thinking, but before he tells everyone, he wants to make sure that Bella will understand too. And so he uh, asks Bella, what do you know about me? And she says nothing because Edward didn't want to tell me that you used to be super racist. <laughs> And so 
Jasper just starts to roll up his sleeve. So his good. ivory sweater, pardon me. His thin ivory sweater. What are these people wearing? They only wear beige. I don't understand why Alice <laughs> continues to allow this to happen. She's like, I buy them colors. I buy them darks. They always go get the beige thing from the Walmart and wear it. Oh, no. I don't know why. Uh, he holds up his arm next to a lamp and Bella comes over and she notices that they have matching scars on their <gasps> wrist. And she says, Jasper, you have the same scar as me. Oh, my gosh. We're like twins. Hey. And then he's like, oh, Wait no, Bella. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, girl. I got hella scars all <laughs> over the place. So many bites. Bite, 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 bite. I have a lot of scars like yours, Bella. Mm-hmm. She just says, Jasper, what happened to you? Oh, a big exclamation mark from me. I can't wait to find out what happened to Jasper. Yeah, Jasper's such a cool character. Such a cool story. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Let's skip all seven days until next week. So okay, we can just let's ditch do, hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. That's the end of the chapter, everybody. Next week, we're going to learn about Jasper. Oh, we get to learn about Jasper. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you so much for remembering Eclipse with us. Yeah, we're going to go record our bonus ode, which only people on Patreon get to listen to. Yeah, no offense. So every time we record a regular episode we also record a bonus ode and i'm telling you right now they're different than this very different they're very i love them if you think that we couldn't be more all over the place (laughs) you're wrong if you like this and you want more of it come over to our patreon definitely (laughs) got some fun people there we're having a good time it's really fun plus it helps us to create more content like this oh my gosh yes and if you guys are enjoying remember harry potter which i'm sure you all are listening to right now then you should definitely go check out the patreon because we have special harry potter stuff too oh my gosh Ah. so we'll see you next week and remember if you want to start your own true crime podcast You just got to read some Stephanie Meyer writings. Heck yeah, dude. Living my best life over here. Good job. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork and to connect with our awesome community you can message us at remember twilight podcast at gmail.com send us a voice message on anchor or leave a review on itunes check out the show notes for all this information and more thank you to stephanie meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true